Hello and welcome. My name is Father William Maestri, and this is another edition of Gabriel's Trumpet for Friday, June the 18th. Our reading this morning comes to us by way of a continuation of the Gospel of St. Matthew, chapter 10, verses 16 through 23. Matthew, chapter 10, verses 16 through 23, that we can look upon uh, in light of the uh, old saying, three peas in a pod, because this particular selection uh, involves three Ps, prudence, persecution, and perseverance. Jesus tells the disciples this morning, which he is telling us, I'm sending you out like sheep among wolves. Hmm. That usually doesn't end well. Uh, we also have to be aware of the wolves who are dressed in sheep's clothing. Don't ever forget that. You must be clever as snakes and innocent as doves. Be on your guard with respect to others. It's very sound advice. That's prudence. It is to use good judgment in the particular situations in which we find ourselves. That's prudence. It is the first of the cardinal virtues, without which the other virtues justice and fortitude and temperance are not possible because a prudent person knows how to make a good judgment. And everyone who comes to you saying, Lord, Lord, everyone dressed in sheep's clothing, that is, with all the trappings of religiosity, with all the symbols, they have all the nice words, phrases, paraphernalia, um, you know them by their fruits. The, God, uh, the first letter of John says, test the spirits. See what fruits, Jesus says, by your fruits you shall know them. It's not simply by what they say and what their behavior externally means. It's the roots, what's in their heart. For a bad root cannot bring forth good fruit. And so the fruits of the Holy Spirit do not come from a corrupt heart. So Jesus says, be clever as snakes. Snakes are very clever, going all the way back to Adam and Eve. And we know how they were imprudent. And that imprudence uh, we're still paying for, by the way. Um, Lot's wife, you know, turned into a pillar of salt because she looked back. She was told not to. She exercised poor judgment. And in the uh, Old Testament, salt is a symbol of prudence. Uh, cooks know that. If you take a pinch of salt, you say, well, how much salt do you put in? And the person says, oh, put in a pinch. Well, what is a pinch? Well, you have to be prudent. Use your good judgment. That's why you pinch drop it in, taste it, it needs a little more or there's too much, and so you try to dilute the uh, salt. It's trial and error. It's learning by experience. It's the practical application of our faith and morals in the particular situation. Everyone who comes to your door selling you something, 
Sounds too good to be true. Probably is. The same thing is true with religion. Those who come with all the trappings, they want to sell you the Bible, they want to sell you this latest, greatest spiritual thing. You see them advertised on TV all the time. And you have to ask yourself, is this a wolf in sheep's clothing? Doesn't mean you become cynical uh, or any of that kind of stuff. It means that you use good judgment. So Jesus says, you know, you have to, you have to be innocent as doves. Your heart and your hands must be pure and clean. But it doesn't mean that you trust everyone who says, Lord, Lord. So you have to exercise prudence. That's the first P in the pod, to be prudent. Because Jesus says, if you're not prudent, what are they going to do? They're going to haul you into court. They'll flog you in the synagogues. They'll bring you to trial before rulers and kings. They will hand you over. They will do all of those kinds of things. But don't worry. When that time comes, if you have acted with pure heart and clean hands, the Father will send the Holy Spirit to speak through you and will tell you what to say. Uh, that brings us to the second P, persecution. Jesus says, that persecution, that division, that separation, the anger, the resentment, brother will hand over brother. It enters the family. Father against child, children against their parents. They will have them put to death. You will be hated by all on account of me. Um, if you are prudent, and if you use good judgment, and you are as wise as serpents and as innocent as doves, you're crafty, crafty in the sense of not getting something over on somebody, but crafty in terms of exercising good judgment, people will resent that because you haven't fallen for their trap. You haven't become ensnared. Um, and uh, that brings about anger. That's true among nations, and it's true in individual relationships. And it's very devastating when it's within the family. We know families, many of us do anyway, where religion has become not a source of unity, a source of closeness to God, oneness with the Holy Family. It has become a source of division, of separation, of anger and resentment. We don't have anything to do with that part of the family. We don't talk to him because well, he's not like us. He's not a good person. He's not a Christian. He's not a Catholic. Um, he doesn't believe this. She doesn't practice that. Uh, those kind of things are the opposite of what Jesus came to give, to offer us good news, not divisive news, not news for conflict, but human nature being what it is, that's often what happens. And so persecutions come, and we see persecutions 
uh, around the world. Catholics, the attacks on Catholics have increased in the past several months. Christians being put to death around the world. Places like China, Middle East, North Korea, even down in Latin America. The persecutions that take place in our own country of Christians, ridiculed, ostracized, uh, cut off, made fun of, looked upon as, uh, as dangerous. Um, these things happen, and they are happening. So we have to expect persecution. But again, if we remain faithful, the Holy Spirit will be within us and give us the words to speak and the courage to act faithfully to the word of Almighty God. And the last P in the pod is perseverance. But whoever holds out to the end, Jesus says, will escape death. When they persecute you in one town, flee to the next. I solemnly assure you, you will not have covered the towns of Israel before the Son of Man comes. In other words, <clears throat> you persevere. Yes, you may not be invited to the next party. You may not get the promotion. Your children may not be allowed to play with the children next door because you happen to be a certain faith. Persevere. Persevere. Uh, it means to hold fast and not compromise your convictions, your deepest held beliefs. You don't go along in order to get along because sometimes the price of getting along is too high. That's not peace. It's cowardice. It's not peace. It's quietism. We don't want to rock the boat. We don't want to do anything to offend. Jesus offended many, many, many people. Religious and political establishment types, along with many of the people who just heard him and walked away. They couldn't, they couldn't take his words. Jesus didn't say, oh, come back. I didn't mean it. I was just kidding. No. Move on to the next town. But you continue to preach that the kingdom of God is among you and within you. And that Jesus Christ is the savior of the world. And we live accordingly. So those are the three Ps in the pod that Jesus is talking to us this morning about. Prudence, persecution, and perseverance. Those are the three Ps in the pod. And so today we will face those, those three things in one form or another. But the words of Jesus, but whoever holds out till the end will escape death. And of course he's talking about spiritual death. For those who remain faithful, God who is faithfulness itself will never abandon us, for we will be granted the Holy Spirit for what to say and what to do. That is our blessed assurance 
because it comes from the God who is always faithful. God bless you.